Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Got a question about the Burr method. If you guys don't know what the Burr method is, it's B-R-R-R-R. It's buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat. And it's a big topic of discussion, uh, especially on Bigger Pockets websites and a lot of places. And does it work in New York? So there are certainly parts of New York where it could work. In my area of New York, it doesn't work. So let me explain why. Um, the taxes in, my, in, in, in Long Island where I operate um, and in most of New York City suburbs uh, are very high and the home prices are very high. So the key here is that you have to buy it at enough of a discount that you can then refinance it and get all your money out and that you'll be cash flow positive when you rent it. So a couple of issues there. Let's talk about the first one being cash flow positive. Most single families in my area are not going to be cash flow positive um, because if you're paying even at low rates, $1,500, $1,800 a month in debt service for your mortgage, um, and you have $1,000 a month in taxes, which is very common, and then another couple of $200 for insurance, you're already at $3,000, at least $3,000 a month in in your monthly payments. And how much can you rent a house for? $3,500, $4,000? It's not easy to be cash flow positive in any significant way. Um, so it doesn't always work. That's the first problem. Is ca- There are certain parts, uh, Mastic, Shirley, where people buy something really cheap and do it. Uh, used to be Y&A, that doesn't work anymore. But it's very hard to find uh, an area in New York City suburbs where you can be cash flow positive um, after your debt service because you're, you're paying so much. Debt service is how much your mortgage payment is. You're paying so much for the property that you have to borrow so much. And then the taxes are extremely high. It's very hard. So that's the first problem. The second is a lot, and people come to me all the time, and they have it. I go, I have a deal, and it's a five hundred thousand dollars house. I could buy it for four hundred and fifty thousand, and they go, I'm going to burr it. I'm going to, I'm going to refinance. But the key with the burr method is that you have to buy it at enough of a discount, so that when you refinance, you can repeat. Right, the last two R's in burr method are refinance and repeat. You have to be able to get all your money out. If your money's going to be sitting there, you, it's very hard to repeat this. So, in most parts of the country, you can buy a house for $100,000 and you can pull out and you're going to have almost no almost no taxes, taxes a few hundred dollars a year, and you your debt service is going to be a few hundred dollars. It can work. If you rent it for $1,200 a month, it makes sense. But here, um, it's very, very hard uh, to buy something at enough of a discount that's going to be a buy and hold, right? Or, or, or you have to figure, if there's money for innovation, the first R that has to be factored into it. So you need to be able to repeat this, this this method. It doesn't work unless you're buying it at enough of a discount that you can get all or almost all your money out when you refinance. So you have to think about that. And remember, when you refinance, you're only getting 70% on, a, on an investment property when you pull it out. So that means, let's just do some simple math. Let's say I can buy something for, it's $100,000 it's going to be worth when I'm done. Again, this doesn't apply in, in, in my area at all. Um, if I buy it at 70,000, I have to buy it around $70,000 all in. So that means that all my closing costs, I got to buy it at 70,000. I got to be in it for $70,000. Maybe buy it at 60, put $10,000 of renovations into it. So I'm in it for 70,000 so that when I finish and get it stabilized and have tenants in there, I can refinance it and I'm only going to get $70,000 out of it. So I got to buy it around 60 and then put in a few dollars. That's assuming it doesn't need a lot of renovations. If it does, I might have to buy it at 50. So you got to buy it at a significant discount for this to make sense. People think they can buy it at a small discount. 
if your money is sitting in there the whole time, then you're, you're not able to re- repeat and it doesn't make any sense. You're limited to how much how much cash you're going to be able to have. So uh, you got to buy at a significant discount for this to make any sense whatsoever. So it doesn't really work in most parts of my, air, in my in area I operate. I'm sure in upstate New York it can work. Um, and it's it's a great system if you if you can, again, buy things at enough of a discount and then you can manage them uh, yourself because usually if you have to pay somebody to manage it, the numbers get even more screwed up, you know, 10%. But, but well, here's a, a key factor also. And I know a lot of guys who are buying multi single-family rentals in huge quantities. And I talk to them, they go, I don't care. if Even if I'm $200 a month cash flow positive, it, it, it works. It doesn't work for me because I've owned a bunch of rentals. And I can tell you, if you're cash flow positive a couple hundred dollars a month, so a few thousand dollars a year, your one boiler replacement, one roof leak, one major problem away from being cash flow negative. That's the way I look at it. You're just saving up money for the next capital improvement. And I don't like that, right? If you're significantly cash flow positive, if you're cash flow positive $1,000 a month, then there's enough of a cushion. If something happens, you'll be okay. But if you're only 100 a couple hundred dollars a month cash flow positive, then uh, I really don't think the whole system works. And you're saying, oh, if we do it in big quantities, even in big quantities, it's always the same thing, right? Every house is a roof. Every house is a boiler. Every house is a potential problem away from you being cash flow negative. So you have, but if there's enough of a cushion, right? If you're cash flow positive $1,000, if you have multifamily, you're cash flow positive a few thousand dollars, then usually it's okay. Something happens and you don't care. Right? You put money away in reserves in case something happens and you're fine. It's there waiting for you when, not if, but when something happens. So that's what I think about the Burr method. It hardly works on single families in, in my area, very, very rarely. Um, it can work on multis, but again, you have to buy them at a significant discount. Uh, if there's two, three units in it, if you're not buying at a significant discount, it's a waste of everybody's time. Uh, I promise you, because your money, you're going to put your money in there and you're never going to get your money out. And that, that just is not a good move um, to scale this business. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.